0: The, it's the hoops talk. <laughs> <Say> what? What? <laughs> How do we do it? How do we do it?
1: We're up F-ing. in the air.
0: Mm-mm-mm. I know, I've already oh, had yeah. a jug.
1: Oh I've shit, my coffee's all the way over there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. In <Images>.
2: between.
3: <laughs>
0: Oh man, today's gonna be great. Though we have a great uh, guest on today. She's literally the future of sports. So I'm so glad we're having her on because you know I often doubt: are the children our future? I know Whitney sang it. Teach them well. No
2: doubt. <laughs> they are TikTok, man. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. The, the TikTok Gen True. Z. The generation. children are the future. Good. I'm. I'm glad that we're. My mind's being changed <laughs> because sometimes I'm like, hmm, I is wonder your, is your mind telling yeah. you no, but your body saying yes? Oh <laughs> no, my because I believe in consent. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I am really excited for the guest that we have on. I really think she's the future of sports, and um, I'm so excited to have her on next. Um, and today, I mean, we record on the weekend, um, and you know, it goes out on Wednesdays, but today's a big day for the WNBA where, you know, we're seeing a lot of teams that could be, you know, in the playoff standings playing one another today, including our LA Sparks, they're up in there. Um, and also it's a, the play in game. So yep. the NBA play in game and, um, if you watch our YouTube, you can see Kendall's background. has got Damian Lillard on it. I'm going to say I would love to see a uh, Portland Lake, uh, Los Angeles Laker uh, first round.
3: Well,
2: you know, if uh, the Blazers play like they did against the Nets, that may not happen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I felt I ill during that game. I was so sweaty. It was like I just ran a marathon and I was just sitting on the couch. Well, actually, I was, like, jumping on the couch. (laughs) My grandpa was like, I'm going to take my hearing aids out so I don't have to listen. It was bad. It was (sighs) bad.
0: Well, I guess you're, you, what's cool about this is you're getting like the full effect of being a new Blazer fan. Like they aren't like yeah. slowly bringing you into the fold. They're like, first up, like, we're going to lead in the, what, what did our friend Marcy say? She's like, yeah, we get a good lead in the first. We keep it big in the second. We lose it in the third. And then we're <laughs> yeah. scrappy cats in the fourth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't I know, know what it, it is
2: about me, but every team I pick, it's just, it's like a heart attack. I'm just, I'm just taking years off my life because of sports. I don't know why I can't just pick a team that's like, we're gonna lead from the beginning to the end and not give you a heart attack. You're dealing with men, deal babe. I mean,
1: true. yeah, I mean, that's but she,
0: lo- she loves the challenge. She does, you know. Yeah. You, you got it. They got to put, you got it like equal work in the relationship.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who needs to live till 40? Not yeah, I want no, to see not how loyal you yeah. are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Test. It's a test. Like, do you still <laughs> love me? I mean, look yeah. at Knicks fans. I live with cool. one. We're talking, yeah. find yourself a Knicks fan to marry. That's unconditional. Loyalty thing. for life. Oh my God. <laughs> Good, bad, ugly loyalty for life. That's my endorsement for all, get yourself a Knicks fan. <laughs> I'm gonna single ladies.
2: going to change my Single ladies, single men. Yeah. Looking for Knicks fans. There you go. Put that
0: in. Put that in the profile because that's, that's some loyalty. Swipe if you loyalty. like the Knicks. <laughs> that's a loyalty play right there. You're going to get yourself a good, loyal, loving person. Good, bad, and the ugly. Oh. Um, with that, I think we're ready for some house cleaning and updates. So... Um, Please subscribe, like, and review us on Apple Spot on Spodcast. Okay, it's not Apple Spodcast, but maybe hey, there should be. Hey, a new business
1: on cool. Apple Podcasts
0: and or on Spotify. We're there. We're also on all RSS feeds, Google Play, uh, Pandora. You know, wherever you listen to your um, podcast, and of course, we're on our YouTube channel, The Hoops Talk. YouTube, you can see uh, our lovely faces, the guests, the faces of our guests, and our backgrounds, and you know, what have you. We have uh, plants in the studio audience behind me here, so you get to see them. Um, We're also on TikTok until that gets banned um, at the Hoops Talk Podcast. (laughs) And of course, we're on Twitter and Instagram at the Hoops Talking, and you can, you know, follow along, converse with us, tweet out, what have you. Um, Another update is that the Good News Radio app, where we uh, were part of that network, they are going to start, they're going to push out a new version of the app that you're currently using, if that's what you use to listen to us. And um, it is going to be a paid app. So, you know, you're going to have to pay a subscription. So if you have it now, I believe you get a discount, you get rolled into it. Um, If you're thinking about getting it, you might want to try to download it now before, you know, it goes to its full price. I'm not sure all of the details, but if you go to the Good News Radio podcast, Instagram, we tag them all the time and I'm sure they have some more details, but that's really exciting getting a new app. So, you know, if you like listening to us there, you're going to love it even more. So with that, I think we're ready to bring on our guests and uh, we'll be right back. Hi, Pepper. Welcome to the Hoops Talk. Hi, Pepper. Hi. Ooh, it's so good, <laughs> it's so good to have you today. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come and be on our podcast. We're delighted to have you as a guest. And we have been admiring so much of your work, and you are an inspiration to all of us creative women who are – Trying to make content here with sports, so we're happy to um, yes. have you on, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely happy to have you on to uh, discuss your journey. Uh, you know how you're how you're working it out with the content creation, um, as well as you know things that inspire you. So, before we get into the interview, I would like to kind of say a little bit about you and. Like I said, I always find everything on the internet. So if it's wrong, feel free to correct me. So Pepper, you are the creator and host of Dish with Pepper, which is an interview style podcast as well as an Instagram show of the same name, both with a focus about bringing awareness and happiness by sharing important voices, especially when it comes to highlighting players in the WNBA, which you one day hope to join the WNBA as a player yourself. Um, you're, you've also yes, <laughs> you've also been a part of the media that's been broadcasting from the WNBA bubble um, interviewing players via zoom and you've more recently you've become a contributing reporter to the next which is a women's basketball newsroom creating content for she's got next and also another newsroom nets republic and some of your guests for uh, dish with pepper have included broadcaster megan mcpeak basketball hall of famer katie smith Bleacher Report and highlighters Ari Chambers, also a friend of the podcast. We love them. Ari Chambers. Ari Chambers um, and WNBA players like Skylar Diggins Smith, Aja Wilson, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Natasha Cloud, Liz Cambage, and the list goes on and, Ooh, on, and on. Great
2: list! So, nice.
0: and you uh, just turned nine in March yeah. of this year. So <laughs> uh, you got that going for
1: you yeah. as
3: well. <laughs> is that another Pisces in this room? Or? I think you're a Pisces. Oh. What day is your birthday? Um, March 24th. So I'm actually in the
0: oh, Aries. Aries. Oh. Yes. 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 We got two Pisces here. Yeah, um, Pisces. And um, so with that – as already, you know, your your career
3: portfolio. Thank you for that introduction, first Absolutely. of all. Absolutely. Thank you for having all of that to impressive. talk about.
0: <laughs> Very impressive. Um, I'm going to come out and just ask, what does a day in the life of Pepper look like?
3: Wow. (laughs) Um, I actually have never thought about that really, but I feel like I've asked WNBA players a day in their life, but I've never been asked a day in my life. Wow. Um, So I usually wake up um, and I have breakfast and I check my email to see if there are any press conferences or press releases I need to read or check out. Um, Then usually I will do my press conferences, mostly usually in the morning. Um, I'll work on questions if I have an interview. Um, And throughout the day, I practice violin. Um, I've actually we rented a house in Connecticut, so I have a basketball hoop in um, the front yard, so I get to play mm-hmm. um, with my parents and my family, You every mostly every day, which is really awesome. Um, yeah, and just doing media work for most of the day, and then just practicing violin, which I love, and basketball and sports, um, and then pretty much every day now watching WNBA games which is awesome too so right. that's yeah. a day in the life of pepper <laughs> <was a> <laughs>
0: wow wow that's a great balance does it yeah. do you have you had to find this balance as you're you know you're growing more of your content creation or how do your parents kind of help to stabilize some of these things to help you uh, with your growth in your career
3: well, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like I just love this work. So um, if I end up doing it all day, um, I, I really would be okay with that because I love this. I love coming up with questions. I love going to press conferences. But it is something that my parents stress, the importance of having a balanced day, especially in the summer when it's kind of like my bridge. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I still practice um certain things like basketball and violin um every day which helps bring that balance but i also try to read in the morning every day um so just trying to meditate and do workouts Mm -hmm. things that can help me kind of concentrate and be focused on the work that i'm going to do with the work that i did
0: that's awesome we always say self-care is very important yes yeah, it's, so <laughs> it's so important um so why don't you tell us a little bit about your first interview because i know that um i believe it was in 2018 so it was a few a couple years ago that you decided that you wanted to highlight the wnba and you were also starting to interview coaches and players so if you can remember do you remember um who that first interview was and, you know, what was that moment like?
3: Um, so my first interview was actually in 2016, 2017, I believe when I was six, um, I did my first interview with Sugar Rogers, who, um, one of the many players who have supported me, WNBA players have supported me, but that was just my first interview. Um, one thing I remember from that day, I was like, if I'm going to, I was going to um, a New York Liberty practice, because at that point she was on the Liberty, and I was like, I, I wanted to wear a dress, because I wanted to be fancy, because it was my first interview, but I was like... What if she asked me to play? I I think I want to put sneakers on. So I was rocking this dress with basketball sneakers. And um, I remember I had my notepad with all my questions. And it was just really an awesome experience. And I think when I look back, like, that was really the first time I did an interview. And it's like, wow, I've been doing this for that long. And, I mean, I just am so... I just even can't can't even believe that I've been doing it for this
0: long. That's so great. Oh, what a great was memory.
3: Yeah. That's an
0: awesome memory, and I like how you also talk about. Hey, what if she asked me to play? Play, play. And it actually did happen. So we're yeah. okay. <laughs> there you there go. You go. We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good tip. Always be ready. Yeah. You know, yeah, like you're you, prepared. If you're prepared, and the chance is given to you, that you're ready to take it. I love it. I love to see it. Um, So, you know, we talked about a lot of the different people that you have had a chance to interview. Can you tell us, has there been any standout moments or anything in an interview that you remember and that you like to share?
3: Um, Well, I'll always remember my interview. Actually, the day that I found out that I was going to have the chance to interview Dana Taurasi, I was Mm. starstruck for about an hour. And I'm not kidding. I was like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Seriously? and I was like, really? <laughs> but when I had the chance, I asked her, um, One question that I constantly ask WNBA players is advice because of course that's my goal to be in the WNBA and so she told me to just one drill I can do in my own wherever I am is to just take a ball or even without a ball and just practice my form over and over again which is something she actually did as a child and that's something I remember and I know when I'm Practicing my basketball, um, and even in quarantine, when I was in my stuck in my apartment for um, most of the quarantine, I didn't have much to do. My dad's like, remember what John said, and <laughs> like, I was practicing my form before I go to bed. So that's a moment that I definitely remember.
0: Oh, that is so. so. That's a good tip. That is a very. Yeah. Good yeah. Tip. I'm gonna do
3: that later. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is very so enough.
0: key. How. Like, I, I I totally agree with what you're saying about feeling starstruck because when we're, when we, like, we reached out to to you to see if you would come on and we kind of hold our breath a little bit, you know, hoping like, oh, maybe, you know, they, you could say no, but if you say yes, like it just gives you this whole like magical experience of thinking, oh, you know, somebody wants Mm -hmm. to be on our show and, you know, and then you get into, um you know, doing research and like finding out more and, and getting questions that, you know, for your audience would be, and for our audience, we think would be um, something educational for them. So yeah, now that you I definitely did, feel
3: that. And I've oh, had good, that good. Well. Reaching out to WNBA teams. I hope they respond. I hope I can be able to do their, their press conferences. I hope I can interview their players. So yeah. I definitely feel that.
0: Yeah. And have you, as you've grown, you know, your craft, um, have you been, um, are there different things that you're, you're doing to, uh, craft your interviews or, you know, what you want to ask Do you have a different method now than when you were first starting with your interview process?
3: Yeah, well, definitely now I would say I do more research. Um, cause when I did my first interview, I was seven, six, and I don't think I was, um, I was as good to researcher as I am now. Um, but, yeah, I'll go to ESPN or I'll go mm. to whatever it is to try to research this person. And whether it's that they're really so really active in social activism or they were undrafted or they uh, have kids or whatever it is, like, I try to base my questions off of research I've done, or if I know this person, like most of the people I've interviewed for Dish with Pepper, like Ari, like Megan, I know them pretty well. I've had experiences with them. I've talked to them before. So, um, I'm able to know a little bit and have to do less research, but with, um, like the episodes of my podcast for the next, as you mentioned, um, She Got Next, I Mm -hmm. have had to, I had to do research on Jasmine Thomas. I had to do research on Diamond to Shields. So, um, it's definitely the research that I feel like is much more part of my creating my interviews and questions now.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And have you found anything like really, really interesting that, you know, as in your research where you're like, oh, I need to ask them about this? Or is it usually like around what you think that they would be interested in?
3: Um. Well, I remember this is pretty recently so um, I was looking I was trying to find something about Jasmine Thomas and I found out that she was like really um, a big part of she really wanted to be known as more than an athlete because she loved to travel and she loved to cook and I looked at her website and her cookies look good (laughs) so um, but yeah I mean just trying to understand their personality and whether it's because I was at a media availability with that person before and they were doing a um, a social justice blackout, um, only talking about that. And so whatever it was, if um, they were having their, they had a career high or in points or assists or whatever it was, like I tried to if they seem passionate about that, like Jasmine Thomas was clearly passionate, passionate about being more than an athlete. I wanted to discuss that, I wanted to, um, to try to get her perspective on that out there. And even when I'm talking to somebody like Natasha Cloud, who has been interviewed um, very happy about this several times in the past month or so, right? I wanted mm-hmm. to try to ask different questions and try to get her perspective in different ways um but stuff like that
0: that's great and you know you mentioned natasha cloud and i've uh seen some interviews with you talking about natasha and i did see the um ig live that you do with natasha and i'm wondering if you could share a little bit with us of why she is your favorite player and a mentor to you it's like what about her is inspirational to you
3: um Well, first of all, starting off that she is biracial um, like me, which starting off is something that um was a connection but and then the fact that i met her when i was i think four or three in her rookie season um at the, the mystics were playing the liberty and she remembered me in 2018 like that just shows something about her and when i was bullied i reached out to her and she sent me this like five minute long video of advice and trying to help me and just that support. Like, I feel like, um, my way of trying to support her back is by interviewing her and trying to get her message out, um, with the platform that I have at this point. So, um, yeah, but having somebody like that as a mentor, I feel very lucky because most people don't have that opportunity to even talk to a WNBA player, let alone talk to them. Um, a lot and get their advice a lot and be able to interview them right yeah. so i feel very lucky to have a person like her in my life and mm. people like ari and megan in mm. my life um but yeah tasha is definitely a mentor for me and uh, my favorite player right now
0: I, I love the WNBA period, though. <laughs> of course. Of <laughs> course. I like how you, like, make the balance. <laughs> uh, you know, and, you know, talk. you you brought up a little bit about the bullying that you experience. And I know in your personal journey, and I read a profile uh, about this on Swish Appeal about you, and... There, what, I, what I saw was that you were saying there were a couple of kids who you thought were your friends who wrote a, layer, a letter saying you were too athletic. And so you decided to start an anti-bullying project at your school and reached out to WNBA players to look for advice uh, for yourself and for other kids affected by bullying. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey?
3: Yeah, so I well, um, I remember this because I was actually, I think, going to a basketball practice, and I told my dad, hey, you know, I want to do something that will, that will make sure other kids don't feel the way I felt when I was bullied, and then that's kind of where the starting point for my anti-bullying video that I called Not Too Athletic, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I it. talked to um, – Uh, WMBA players and from the Mystics and the Liberty and I actually talked to Natasha Cloud and I asked them about their stories and to get their perspective on if they were bullied Um, and I know Tina Charles was bullied because she was too tall or had big 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 feet that were too big and Mm -hmm. Tasha was Tasha Cloud was two. Was I guess another version of too athletic and was scrappy, and she said that. um she one thing I remember from talking to her was that she said that she felt like she was never in a different group. She never had a group of friends. she was always kind of floating around in her own little tasha group um and that really spoke to me because I have friends from so many different backgrounds from school from soccer from basketball from like uh from preschool from wherever it is I have so many different friends and I feel like they're all part of my Camillo or my pepper group but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I mean that experience as a whole was so amazing.
0: Yeah, that sounds me. I love it. I know we say we found, we found our tribe, you know, yeah. when we, when we created this podcast, we, you know, <laughs> did, did similar because we decided to, there wasn't representation that we could look to. So we decided to create the lane, uh, for this content and, um, you know, now we well, have I feel a tribe. like
3: I've grown up. I feel like I've grown up that lane. Definitely.
0: Definitely. <laughs> oh, definitely. absolutely. It's so great. It's so inspiring. Um, you know, and speaking of creating your own lane, you know, as a leader, how do you manage the responsibility that comes with being a leader? And what would you like to pass on or teach to other kids, your age and your peers?
3: well first of all that's a really good question and thank you for asking that um and i would just say that the reason i do this work is because first of all there aren't enough women doing this work this is why i love this podcast and i love ari and megan and everything that those people are doing and the specifically women of color in the media and women in the media doing wm doing stuff for the WNBA women's basketball i love that but i feel like there aren't many um children that kids can look up to to see in different places and so i wanted to to be some someone for kids to look up to um And of course, there are so many awesome adults doing this work, but I feel like there aren't that many kids to look up to in this role and in this, um, in this, uh, that have have this platform in the media. So Mm -hmm. that's really always my driving force. But I also hope that I can inspire kids to follow their dreams and, um, because if I, it and to to find people that they're inspired by because I wouldn't have been able to do this if it wasn't for Ari, if it wasn't for Megan, if it wasn't even for seeing people like you on Instagram. And I feel like that's why I feel very lucky to have this big circle of... Um, that is always supporting me. People like Tasha and people in my family, my friends, who are always there for me, always supporting me. And so I, I wanted to encourage kids to find your circle and find people who support you, and but also follow your dreams.
0: Oh, so such a good advice! Yes. Find your circle and follow your dreams. Oh, yeah! You are giving me so much hope this morning. <laughs>
1: I have a follow-up question, Pepper. You know, I think as yeah. women, as girls, we often have a lot of barriers that we need to also overcome. But as a child in media, do you also encounter people who don't want to take you seriously? And how do you sort of help, you know, how do you kind of cope through that? Or
2: what, what are things that you do?
3: Yeah, well, there's definitely been that, um, because I'm a nine-year-old girl, and so, of course, I knew that that would happen, but one thing that I do is, again, I feel so lucky to have so many supporters that I try to focus on the people who are supporting me, mm-hmm. who are who are um, following me, who are giving me uh, texts and comments of encouragement on my posts or... Um, emailing me saying, I really love your work. And whatever it is, I try to focus on the positive, because of course, there's always negative. And especially as a black woman, especially as a black girl, there's always going to be that negativity that, oh, uh, you're here kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And I really try to focus on the positive and having so many supporters, having so many people, having people who wanna have me on their podcast and on their show. That's great.
0: That's that's great. That's so great. Um, You know, I I just, again, I, such a good and hopeful conversation. I mean, you really are inspiring. You have to know how inspiring you are. It's really great to have you in this space. Um, before we wrap, I do have some WNBA questions that I think you as an expert would be able to help us out here. (laughs) So what. What are you liking about the WNBA season in this bubble? Are there things you're seeing that you're like hey this th- this team looks good or you know maybe they should do this better or what are you seeing about the bubble that the or the wobble as we like to affectionately call it <laughs>
3: the um <wubble>. this
0: <laughs> the wobble this season.
3: Yeah um well starting off with the social justice initiatives and the activism that they are showing having black lives matter in their courts and brianna taylor on their jerseys and each game um each weekend I believe um, saying um, one woman's name whether it be Breonna Taylor or Sandra Bland and I feel inspired by that um, number one um, and number two to take a little bit of a turn to basketball um, I'm sticking with my predictions right now that Brianna Stewart is going to be MVP because she is okay. looking so great right now nice. and I think Seattle as a whole is playing really well so I'm sticking with my predictions there for them to be champion again but because i mean i feel like they have their the rest of their team um other than super to be honest you got better last season mm-hmm. having them not there and so now they're just better mm-hmm. as a whole um but mm-hmm. also taking a turn to look at the aces like yeah. they don't have Liz campaign or Plum this season and asia wilson is stepping up her team is in second place right now mm-hmm. without two of their starters mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. really impressive stuff there Um, and then looking at my notes for this, (laughs) um, uh, to talk a little bit about a little bit about my experience um, talking to them about their experience mm-hmm. in the Wubble. Um, mm-hmm. I specifically talked to the New York Liberty about this and Kia Nurse was t- saying, I asked her what her favorite activity, of course, other than basketball was and she said that it used to be riding her bi- bike, but now it's really hot there. Uh, she mentioned that she <laughs> did a puzzle um, and to talk a little bit about the New York Liberty roommates, there is um, Amanda Zowieby, Kia Stokes mm-hmm. and Kia Nurse, which um, sounds like a really fun room to be in. Um, and Jazz. then there is um, Jasmine Jones, Joyner Holmes, and Megan Walker. Um, mm. Apparently, Megan Walker likes to sleep in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that Jasmine Jones added that. But yeah, just getting their perspective on their experience in the Wubble. Um, and... Um, I'm kind of sad with all the injuries going around right now. It yeah. really stinks having yeah. the season so fast. Like, mm-hmm. they might – Sabrina Ionescu, like, everybody was looking forward to seeing her play. Yeah, and, like, true. what do we have? Only three, four, four games of her yeah. getting to watch the play? Yeah, Everybody's I know. Saying, <laughs> and Sandy Carter, too. And even, like, a veteran like Ariel Powers, who was getting her chance to step up with the Mystics missing uh, four of their starters. Wow. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, but she got hurt, and there's so many. The uh, injury really stinks, especially this season, um, because it's coming really fast, and they're not having much of a chance to recover. But also, Diana Rossi out. Like, we don't know how much more we got. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I oh, know. are really stinking right now. Yeah, that they is
0: are.
2: true. That is true. So I got. I have a question for you. So speaking okay. of, speaking of the. Y- the ultimate roommate situation if you were if you were in the level who would be your your three ultimate roommates that you'd want to be staying
3: with oh, there are so many good ones i know um, i mean i feel like i don't know who i want to say. <laughs> like i feel like i want to um, be in a room where we're always having fun um, mm-hmm. But also a room that we'll be able to talk about basketball, which I feel like will be every room in this league. Um, but even, um, I don't know, there's so many, like, like 1, yeah, 144, not even this season, but like <laughs> over 100 players to choose from. Like,
1: cool. I know. Pepper <laughs> uh, <laughs> if it's too much on the
3: spot. <laughs> I know. You you might have know, to
0: follow up on an IG live or something with that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, I will definitely. Uh, uh, um, we, uh, there's so many good choices.
0: I know. Um, we,
3: well, it's
0: all right. We won't put you. We'll, we'll take like you. I wouldn't be able to answer that right away either. I know. Neither would I. Oh, I sure. mean, I think I feel like mine would have m- mostly sparks in it because that's our team. But yeah. other than yeah. that,
2: I, don't, I feel like Sue Bird. I'd want to see that sneaker collection she's got. Oh
3: yeah, that's. Borrow true.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, borrow yeah. it. Borrow, borrow
0: it too, for sure. Right? Totally. Um, and, I, and I think you get when you get Sue, you get Megan. So it's a little bit of a combo, you know, roommate. <laughs> Lots of scenarios to think like about. there's
3: also, like, Megan Walker who sleeps in that'll give me my reading time in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yes, there you true. go. I don't know. I mean, there's so many people I want to be in a room with.
0: Can I be in uh,
3: the biggest hotel room that I can have all of them? Yes. yes. You'll be, there presidential, you go.
0: Presidential suite. Yes. <laughs> top, top of the marquee presidential suite for sure. And have them all. I like that. I like that. Have them all. I mean, why not?
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. So it's happy your happy
0: dream room, room. It'd be a yeah. great slumber party. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Rotating, maybe we do rotating. And we need a goes. pepper in the bubble rotating. There you room. go. She's the rotating.
1: <laughs> <movie>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We love yeah. it.
1: And I have I have one more question. As mom, you guys can see yeah. Olivia on the Hi. screen. Hi, As Olivia. Screen. You know, Olivia plays soccer, and with COVID happening, you know, school's not happening sports, recreational sports. How are you kind of, in addition, of course, Pepper, you've got your podcast, but um, what else are you doing to kind of just, you know, get through the day and not feel like Groundhog's Day? And, and you know, especially when you miss your friends, what are some things that are helping you kind of cope with it?
3: Um, well, one thing that um, has been helping me is just connecting with my friends, even if it's virtually. I know I was watching, um, what doing a uh, I was watching a show with one of my friends and then just been, I've been socially distancing where I have a friend who's also here in Connecticut that I've been, um, been able to connect with. And one other thing I do is I read a lot that Mm. takes my mind off of what's happening. Um, but also just like, I know I play soccer as well. I play basketball and soccer. And specifically with soccer, I know that you, Depending on your space, I know but in my apartment I was dribbling around I might not be able to juggle or to um, try to score a goal, but just practicing on what I can dribbling in my apartments um, soccer and basketball but um, yeah just trying to stay positive and I started meditating and doing more yoga now that um, I've been doing this and actually since I've been doing this work I haven't been doing enough meditation so mm-hmm. I'm gonna get on myself for that but um yeah. Just try to stay positive. That's a good
0: attitude. Good attitude and a, and a good um, action plan, I think for all of us. For all of us, not just the kids. I could use some meditating. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> <can too. laughs> well, Pepper, I mean, it has been a true joy and honor to oh. have you on our podcast.
2: Thank you. We Thank you for having absolutely. me. Oh, absolutely.
0: We we love having you. We will, what you are of, uh, you know, invited anytime. So come always on welcome. anytime, always welcomes. Um, but before we let you go, why don't you let our audience know um, where they can reach you or watch your content or anything that you would like to promote so that they can find you?
3: Yeah. So um, on Instagram, I am at dish with pepper. Um, and then I also, as um, Liz mentioned, I also do a podcast for the next that you can definitely check out my my, I released my first article um, on netsrepublic.com, so you can check that out. Um, but, yeah, most of my stuff is posted on my Instagram, so when I ask questions of players at press conferences, that's on my Instagram. Um, so you can find me there also. I uh, work with the platforms The Next, of course, and netsrepublic.com. But, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Thank you for letting me share that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Again, a million, million thank yous. We are so. Oh, a million
3: thank you to you too. <laughs> it was great,
0: great fun. We are going to be reading what you write, watching what you do, and as you know, you're always welcome for on the hoops talk. So thank you so much for I being on the so show. Thank you so much. No thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. and we're back. What an amazing interview.
1: I mean, we have no excuse, right? Kids nine. What am I I I complaining about here?
2: (laughs) I was trying to think back at what I was doing when I was seven and nine when her career started, and I'm like, I was learning cursive, multiplication tables. I don't even know.
1: On my quad skates around the neighborhood. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I was probably trying to beat up my ankle bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to the liquor store to get candy. I don't- <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of heists going on when I was a kid. Plus, there was like a billion of us like running around. Um, my grandmother we used to take care together. of the broods. Yeah. And you know what? Shout out to her parents. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to the parents, you know, because they are putting in the work and, you know, doing that time and investment yeah. that's needed
1: and if if you know audiences if you check out pepper's like instagram like what's awesome about them is they stay behind the scenes like they totally just mm-hmm. elevate her you can't really and you see a lot of parents where you know stage moms and they try to be all oh, the Bennett, really? chris jenner you know <laughs> mom and really mom <Momagers>? and <laughs> i mean that might be me so i <laughs> i'm projecting <laughs> oh, you know what i feel that could be you
0: karen you're going to be like a dance mom.
1: Oh, <laughs> no, totally. But out. just don't let me get that big. You know, let me keep it.
0: Keep oh, a, right. Keep the figure, <laughs> the figure <laughs> the dance figure.
1: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: well, it she's was great. A new, she's great.
2: Great kid. They're raising a great. Kid. Oh my God. Like yeah. how proud. Yeah.
0: You know, and I'm glad she took that. Like she was saying, you know, she wants to be able to show kids to follow your dreams and there are no other kids in the space and mm-hmm. you know and shout out to all the women uh in sports that have you know really supported her and brought brought oh, her yeah. into the forefront and For encouraged sure. you know that's one thing that you know is so valuable that people don't understand is like that support that group that tribe that club, you know, that are, you want to have those people around you to support you. And especially at a young age, you know, that's when things are, you know, starting to really uh, con- like get together in your brain and your confidence as well. Yep. You know, I know the study of, you know, girls leaving sports at 14 um, mm-hmm. is a big statistic that a lot of organizations are trying to change. And um, it's great to hear that, you know, it's not just like, certain everybody can be involved yeah and can do that yep. so
1: that's really great i heard a story about her friends writing that letter i mean one it's crazy how i'd love for society to teach more kids to be like pepper and really just go for what they want and be uniquely them mm-hmm. but i i notice now more that society more pushes our other kids to be sort of like bullies and to judge and to gang up on people like that and it's just you know i w- I remember being around her age and getting to school early and in middle school girls were putting on makeup and I was in the like courts playing basketball with the boys and it was always weird to try to even connect with some friends because of that difference yep. mm-hmm. but I just love that you know she took that and changed it. and I that's a great lesson for not just any kid around sports or dreams of sports, but just all of us, yeah. Just person. turn, yeah. <laughs> just to turn something that's sad and hurtful into something great, and like good for those kids. They fueled her into where she is today. So. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Best trolling ever. <laughs> right? For real though.
0: I know. I know. I mean, and not only did she do something for herself, but she created a platform to help other people that might be in that situation. And also sharing voices of women that we look at already thinking, oh, look at these athlete superstars that have similar stories about being bullied. And mm-hmm. um, it's great. It's so great. I am such a fan, and I hope you all check out her links, uh, visit her Instagram, listen to her podcast. I've listened to all episodes. She's great. It's it's really great too. Um, have that in our industry. Let's have more. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, And as we're moving on, uh, we're going to continue to talk about rising stars in sports. Um, We want to talk about the WNBA rookies. We did talk a little bit about this with Pepper, but the injuries are no
1: bueno. I mean, yeah, we talked about last episode, right? Like that generation, those rookies have been playing probably hard since the get- I league, know, school, all of it, and then mm-hmm. they get but to we the have big time. So
0: Sabrina is out indefinitely. So that hers looked rough. Hers yeah. like
2: sent chills down my spine. Oh, oh watching yeah. it over
0: and over again. Ooh. I could barely <laughs> yeah. watch it the one time, and I'm like, please yeah. stop Freak. showing this. <laughs> Just
2: it's, thinking about it. Makes why it like- do sports
1: love to do that? Like repeat oh. an injury over and over again. Like it's there's not gratuitous. like other things
2: to watch. It's We're like here it is in slow-mo. Here it is in slow-mo of slow-mo. Let's analyze <laughs> is- where the break <laughs> yeah. happens. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: Let's get a close-up of her face when it happens. Just yeah. like, oh <laughs> God, stop. <laughs> Uh, you have Kennedy Carter, who's out with an ankle injury as oh, well. She's, she's out one to two weeks. Oh, Sheesh. my God. I mean, rookie of the year right there. And I don't know, like, what what is she going to do? Like, how does that – what does that do for the rest of the season for her? You know, I don't know how much she's going to have to rehab. And then coming back into the bubble, you have to have so many days of quarantine. It's just – wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, one to two weeks is could be one to two months. It's just it's insane. Um and then you have Satal Sabali who got a back injury on August 14th. And she's gonna return next week. I think she's T B D, but a lot of this stuff Already. is just oh, it's not good to yep. see. I mean, yeah, and there are like other players, veterans or people who've been there that are also sustaining injuries. Sylvia Fowles, I think, is out and um uh, I know Pepper mentioned a few few other players, but his injuries for such a like shorter season and in the being in such like a quarantine space in a bubble or the or the wobble, uh, it just like adds so much pressure to when you do get it sustain an injury and ugh we hate to see it. The good thing is though that they're not having to travel. so maybe that adds a little more rest time for them, which is good, which is good. But yes, so these rookies, they are um, definitely have shown up in the wobble. And um, we just hope these injuries can. And I remember, Karen, we talked about it. A co- oh, like a few seasons ago, with the NBA, when there was that one season where everyone's shoe was flying off. Oh yeah, like
1: <laughs> shoes just kept flying off. And Zion still does that. He's known to just. Well, Zion's
2: shoe just blew he, off, but uh, like, he like, yeah, his yeah his, the bottom, yeah, his like, like exploded, like, exploded.
0: <laughs> like his foot exploded off, right? Like a like a rocket <laughs> ship when yeah, you see the, the thrusters bonk. blowing off of it, right? I know, like, a, like, a, but like. We were seeing players that were shoe just, gate. <laughs> but yeah, we call it a shoe gate because they would just be like running and then a shoe off, and it's like oh so like, and so.
2: Sometimes I feel like they would like the shoes are like a fashion thing. Like, oh, was yeah, there like they're a not like functional? A, I'm not shoes. gonna tight my shoe, tie my yes. shoes tight because I need my laces to look a certain way. Like, girl, I you
0: mean, know that's
2: why it was. Yeah, I know.
0: Because these, yeah. I'm like, it's not fashion. Okay, wear the fashion in the tunnel and do what you want. But Right. Like,
1: bring your second pair of sneaks. Yeah, bring the actual game. You see it all the time. Yeah.
0: You're going to have
2: those, like, gla- I'd have, like gladiator basketball <laughs> shoes on. Like, laced up to your <laughs> knee. Like, Come on mouth. now.
0: Come on now. Bring out those Velcro Asics. Just get and keep him hey, on.
1: I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make the quick God. marketing pitch for LeBron shoes because he it's that Nike Adaptive and it's a Velcro that goes all it's it zips all the way around and it's so secure. Like I play with it. I have weak. There you go. Steph Curry ankles and th- there's a lot there of ways. So you know, come on, guys. There you go.
2: You gotta do. You gotta Velcro. <laughs> Can you I'm believe the- that guys used to play in Chucks back in the no. day? Oh yeah. Ouch. I can't believe it. Ouch. they can't even feet. work retail in Chucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can't even just walk right. in them. They chew up your feet. They flatten
1: your your
0: whole They're foot. Like There's a no brick. Support.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I mean,
0: Jordans
1: so. are known to be uncomfortable and the fact that Jordan actually wore them. <laughs> well, also, if you get
0: a shoe, like when you wear like street shoes, you know, as they call them in the Nike app, your streetwear, they have zero ventilation so oh, yeah. you're in a hot day in la thinking you look cute oh, and your feet are
2: janky <laughs> little feet
0: i'm telling you, you i throw a little some flip-flops in for when i'm gonna drive you know because i'm like i can't wear yeah, the gardens a whole da- down. damn venice pier <laughs> feel would turn into flames oh. <laughs> and it's like when you take off one of those shoes crazy
1: um
0: continue on with the WNBA rising uh uh, in the standings I want to point out the LA Sparks because that's our team and they are at the number three right now in the standings. so they went from like six to five to three so they jumped a few spots um and um I I've been watching all their games they have definitely gelled I mean they've got Candace Parker is another is literally n- another level. I have yeah. seen her; she is next level. I Love her. I think not having to travel has done wonders for her. I think yes. having her oh, yeah. daughter her in with the level. her. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw that she posted them fishing and they caught a giant fish. It was great, you know. So I really think that this. A uh, wobble situation for Candice has really just given her like a like a place of health, you know, Back. where she's been able to like really regroup, and she's also talking on NBA on TNT. Mm-hmm. You know, she's an analyst for them, so she's doing, doing it, it all. all.
1: Yep, she's and, doing it all. And I think too, Liz, we were. Th- I think we were talking. About, I think like her daughter. They technically live up here northern california so she was doing a lot of commuting playing for the sparks Mm -hmm. i actually got to see her on the plane Mm south like lax i was so exciting but yeah yeah, it's i like you said i think the fact that she gets to just stay have Mm -hmm. her kid and she's like wait wait i could do more and like Mm -hmm. she's shining right now in the bubble for sure
0: oh absolutely i'm like mvp of the of the bubble in my opinion right there um we also, I also read this uh, the next article, um, which is something that Pepper writes for for She's Got Next. Um, they had a story the Sparks' depth starting to show in consecutive wins, which I did read, and they started talking about the emergence of some of their younger players or newer players to the team: Taya Cooper, Rashonda Gray, and Kristen Agnago. I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing that wrong, um, which is, uh, you know, that's really important, I think, for the Sparks since Chanae and Christy are not in the bubble with them. And, you know, they lost a veteran, a couple of veterans and Cheney who kind of she was already finding her groove last season, you know. Playing with their sister and being on a new team, um, so I think they they had they took two big hits there. And then they had to uh, find the chemistry, you know, in the bubble with this new uh, team. And I think their consistency is shining through. And they're really going to have to have a deep bench if they're going to go up against someone like the Seattle. Scorer. Right, right. I mean, right. what? What a deep, mm-hmm. oh deep. Oh my! Oh my! Like Pepper
2: is right. She's right. Sue Sue and Brianna were out that yep, everybody else had season, to step yep. up and now they're all there's everybody's bench, yep.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you they have they have the story that I think will happen to the warriors.
1: I was like, Liz, you're just thinking of my mind. <laughs> but, like, I'm thinking about that, too, for the Sparks. Like you said, you know, like, you know, Chanae's out, Christy's out. This team's going to get so much more experience in gelling during this wobble, and then next season, bam, bam, bam. And, like, you know, like Pepper mentioned with the Aces, Liz being out when everyone's oh, that, stepping yeah. up, that's another team that we need to watch. Oh, so, the Las Vegas
2: Aces? Asia Wilson has Ooh, been beast. on fire.
0: Beast. Yeah. Beast mode. I mean I think you could you could throw her in for MVP right. as well. I like that. I, oh, I like, I like that. this throwdown. So Brianna Stewart, <laughs> Steve <laughs> Wilson, and uh Candace Parker.
2: Who?
1: For bubble
0: MVP. But I mean, well, remember, like West like Coast, said, Best
2: Coast. Asia's got her team in second place. And she's killing it. She's yeah.
1: doing
2: it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right. You're right. Mm. Such good basketball happening. It's beyond. It is beyond. Rising stars and, and beyond. But I, yeah, that's those Seattle storm are not around messing
2: around. <laughs> we just had a nine year old on. I can't, I can't believe you just used the F word. I feel like this whole episode. Oh, we I can believe try- it. I can yeah, believe yeah, it. That could be the, the I run this. I edit
1: everything. <laughs> there could be the G edit or the pepper
0: only edit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, Stop at her interview if you don't want to hear no cuss words. (laughs) Warning, war parental guidance. (laughs) (laughs) This is PG thirteen, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Thanks, mom. I'll make sure to (laughs) (laughs) thanks mom. (laughs) Give a clean edit (laughs) with the good (laughs) sheet.
1: Oh, i'm what? over here too cussing out loud with the nine-year-old in the house <laughs> that's true i got i
0: got i got a bleep i got a bleep thing i can put the bleep thing
1: um we'll have two
0: versions <laughs> um let's see what else we oh speaking of rising
2: suns mm, bubble boys candle oh, the, the bubble boys teams. what the my, number wow. my number two team wow number two team
0: they are a true Disney Cinderella story. I'm going to tell you that right now.
1: Hey, <laughs> that mm-hmm. shirt. Mm-hmm,
0: right? No, they are yeah. truly, they are truly they are. like one of those uh, made-for-Disney-TV <laughs> uh, teams. Yeah. Cool, cool run-ins, you know, cool. one of those. I love it. They
2: were fun. <laughs> They're fun to
0: watch. I mean, they came into the bubble 16 games under 500, <laughs> so they were pretty much like, okay, we we have to put them nothing to lose
1: at this point right and they almost made it fun yeah yeah
2: Yeah. portland one but i mean there was one point between the suns being in and portland being in i mean it's insane i um you know
0: i listened to because you know they were waiting to see what the outcome was going to be between portland and the nets and that you saw the coach talk and to the, the son's coach, talk to them in the locker room and say, Hey, you know what? We came in with a certain perception of what people thought of us. And we changed that. And we mm-hmm. have made a, a name for ourselves. We got the respect that we wanted even though, you know, if we don't make the playoffs, which was before the game had ended, um, right. they wanted people – They he wanted his team to know that. And I think his team really, you know, took that in. And you're just seeing a culture coming out of this new team. And I – you know, Draymond got uh, fined for tampering, saying, um, you know –
2: Big
1: mouth.
0: Well, you know what? He's not even playing one minute, and he's getting <laughs> fined in the NBA.
1: How? <laughs> no, well, he, that that is why My is the big Kim, question not how control we
0: exactly.
2: know how you know what, it's like, what I, why you, you know what I hate about that mentality though of like because what he said was basically like oh Devin Booker is too good for the Suns he needs to go somewhere else like I I hate that people say that because aren't you guys tired of seeing the same teams winning over yes. and over and over again mm-hmm. yes like, why why. Oh, he just needs to leave and go somewhere else so he can actually win. Or they could build around him and they could build off of what they've already started yes. and yeah. win. Like, I yes. hate that mentality of, oh, the Suns are just never going to get there. And the Suns well, have yeah. a decent franchise. It's not like... Right, well, you know... Like, yeah, they're market. never going to get there if people keep leaving to go other places. Like
0: Well, you're talking... I-, I mean, Draymond's coming from a place where <laughs> they he- built... They took members of uh, another team. They brought KD in to win championship.
1: And Draymond will not, you know, remember Warriors fan. Draymond will not survive outside of the Warriors. He was like champion adjacent. Yeah, we saw it this last season. Absolutely, he was not stepping up as a leader. So,
2: be quiet. right. Right, Right. but it's like, and it's other, but it's other guys too, like. And I, I understand, like, the whole, like, A.D. going to the Lakers thing that he was there for however many years at the Pelicans and they just refused to give him any help.
3: Mm, like, I understand yeah. that, right? But, yeah. like,
2: but if you just keep taking the good players out of these places and putting them on teams that are supposedly supposed to win all the time, then, like, right. I it gets boring. It does. It has been. You know, like, yeah. It's been boring. I, yeah, it's just – it I, has been I hate that mentality of, like, oh, you have to leave that, that team to go off and go to a team that's supposed to win. Yeah. All teams are supposed to win. And if
0: he's going to go anywhere, Draymond, you better be careful because <laughs> he might be going for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you
1: know. I mean, uh, uh, DB at the Warriors. Oh, let's just say,
2: you know, <laughs> your
0: your spot is not secure. I mean, be he wants kept. to come and give
2: Dame a little help. Oh. That's all right. Okay. Oh all right. But stay, on the West. stay, stay in Phoenix. <laughs> build build your team and build your legacy, yeah. Devin Booker.
0: I think that Devin Booker should go nowhere and I, I agree with you, Kendall. I think that they I mean you saw how they had the um during their game they had the family of the Phoenix Sun starters yeah. um you know announce their team like that's like a culture. I there, I think there's something that's so overlooked when you talk about the culture of the community that you're in
3: mm-hmm.
1: as a
0: team and how you support the community and how that community supports you. And I think when you see because like I think Dame is one of the um, few players who has not left Portland. I think he was drafted by Portland and he has been in Portland and the culture around him and what he adds to the culture of Portland cannot be overlooked. And I think players like a Devin Booker who can do that. I mean, LeBron to some extent, because he did go back to Cleveland, you know, to win those championships. But I know, I feel like that's something that's really important. It's not just about like, Oh, go and move. To get your rings, which you can do. I'm like, that's fine. But it doesn't do whatever. Yeah, do whatever. Do however you want, KD. Do however you want, Kyrie. Do however you think is going to fit you and your mold to get you what you want. But on the flip side, when you have a player that you can build around, yeah, it's a shame they didn't build around AD. That would have been great. Now they got Zion. So, you know, yeah. hopefully they will take the tactic of, let's say, let's build around them. You're seeing what's happening with the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, they're in a, yep. a playoff game, right? a play-in game right now. That is mm-hmm. about rebuilding and rebuilding it around these players that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they may not be the LeBrons or, you know, the, these, these superstars coming out. But damn, if you just invest. Like, how crazy sure. OKC. You're looking at OKC. It was, right. I didn't expect much. I mean... But they it's have parking, like good parking,
2: you
1: know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. They have great parking. But that don't matter right parking. now. <laughs> Concessions. Go right from the mall parking lot to the mall to the to the game. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see also that Houston um OKC matchup because it's literally like the teams are the they're the same teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like all played together like the same yeah. team so it'll be really yeah. interesting to see that um but yeah I yeah this whole Devin yeah. needs to leave
1: and disagree another tip for Devin in addition to staying stop dating Kendall Jenner come on that's <laughs> disgusting bro I like the whole yes that's and, real you know, Ben Simmons and he, Devin dated Jordan Woods it's a nasty and sexual let's remember here those Kardashian Jenner women do nothing for NBA players. Let's all remember. Okay. Oh, I can remember. Where's all Chris right?
2: Humphreys now? Uh, yeah.
1: Yes. And he was married. Oh, my God. Arden hasn't gotten a ring. Let's remember Tristan Thompson. Oh.
0: He's oh, he's back. Odom. I, know they're back I mean, oh, yeah. oh, Odom went to like the psych war. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah.
1: Remember, fellas. <laughs> those are vampire energy suckers over there okay let's not like (laughs) don't dip into that stay out of the calabasas everybody (laughs) stay out of the calabasas (laughs) the calabasas stay out i know stay out
0: oh man i didn't know that that was happening i i Wow. I was in pain. I and don't, I don't put, either, like, but then. Adjacently. I saw adjacent, like they were in the desert or some shit like oh, that. Oh,
1: quarantining with each yeah. other. That <laughs> means, you know, <laughs> cactus in the hole, whatever. Okay. So <laughs> I can't bleep that out on the YouTube
0: that that little you gotta blur her whole screen yeah i have to blur her whole screen because i can't i can't bleep that out of the uh of the pepper podcast. gets her
1: own segment <laughs>
0: episode bonus epi- this is the episode like b plus b <laughs> I'm telling you pg 13 okay so just moving quickly on i just want to also talk about the nba bubble awards because you know they're sports oh. yeah you cannot the- Validate. Name
2: the MVP.
0: Who? Who? What? All right. Yes. Breaking news. Is it Damian Lillard? Boy. Oh, Damian Lillard, bubble MVP. Woo Dame yes. yes. Kendall, Get you it. have picked a winner.
2: Mm. i i might have to have an attack, attack
0: is what i've done <laughs> i literally need you to uh pick some lotto numbers for yeah me. i mean you know
1: i'm gonna start sports it. betting here and just check in with you I know, right? i right <laughs> i'm gonna have to show you my with my over dread. under here <laughs> okay, oh so- god
0: pressure they just announced Damian, Lillard. breaking news that you'll get Wednesday is that Damian Lillard was just announced to be um, MVP of the bubble. I know Devin Booker and TJ Warren were in the mix. TJ Warren, who people were calling the Linsanity of the bubble. Yep. Um, yeah, I know. I'm like, that's kind of, that's not very nice, but oh, well, it's true. Um, so yeah, so Damian Lillard, good, good, good. I, we love to see it. But yeah so that' was it crazy. Of-
2: Literally as soon as you started talking about it, Chris Haynes tweeted <laughs> like it was like boom boom. Wow. yeah. my timing weird. was
0: impeccable. That was well, weird timing. Well, there you go. Yeah. And now today we're gonna see you know like I said we record on Saturdays. Um, they're having the play game, so hopefully this MVP Going to be that eighth spot. I know he was recently on uh, "T with A and Fee which is the podcast created and hosted by Asia Wilson and Nafisa Collier, and he said uh, he get, he t- he said about Devin Booker, um, he can have the bubble MVP, but I need a playoff spot. Well,
1: <laughs> so now thinking, looks, thinking big,
0: looks we like he can get. He's getting. He got one. Now he needs to get the other one. Does which that mean I think he doesn't he, get the other one? Um, mm-hmm. I know. I think he's. I don't think that he cannot, you know, they just have to win the one. So Memphis has to win yes. both and Portland just has to win the one because they have the better record. Yeah. So, you know, it's, Oh man, that game's coming on soon. So we're definitely going to be wrapping it. So <laughs> with that said, we're going to take a quick break and come off with our, come back with our final segment. Hoops off. And we are back. <laughs> yes, it's time for Hoops Off, where Ooh. we take one minute to take the hoops off and tell you about something that's been getting in our grail and really pissing us off. Oh, whatever. It goes where it goes. It doesn't necessarily have to be a rant, but usually it ends up that way. So for our first Hoops Off,
1: we're going to start with Karen. Karen, you have one minute. Three, two, one, Go. You know, this has been an age long argument and it's similar to like the electoral college argument because Mm -hmm. not all states are created equal and not all Eastern Western conferences are created equal. And as Mm -hmm. we can even see in this bubble, I mean, Magic Nets making (laughs) it as the top eight seed in the East in comparison to who we have on the West. Like, I know the West Coast is the best coast, but Come on, guys. Like, really, I think the NBA, Adam, you guys really need to look at this. Like, uh, you know, it's never a competition. It's just like you see a bunch of like stragglers in there. It just doesn't feel great. You see a lot of great teams sitting out during playoffs. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, if we want money, you want eyeballs. You want people ingrained in the playoffs and the bubble. Anything you gotta have the best of the best. Like get rid of conferences. I mean, have them for fun, but when it comes to it, number one. All
0: right, you hit it. You hit it. Hit it. Yeah. Oh, money. You know, one of the things about the bubble is, you know, it would have been good just to be like no conference and yeah. just league. Hot, just hottest pop. of the hot. Pop them. Pop them. Pop them. <laughs> pop them. Pop. Because I mean I no. paid for a league pass and let me tell you there's some teams I don't need to see. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> a waste of space. <laughs> I'm like, can you just like, you know, give me that money back for that game I the Magic and the Suns. Oh yeah, that would be so good. Oh yeah. So good. Cuz I want the Grizzlies in there too, but you know, I I know an and NFL, they got to <sighs> I'm going to pick Damien over that just because I feel That I want to. I don't have to explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to. (laughs) All right, Kendall, are you ready for your hoops
2: off? Sure. Okay, three, two, one, go. Okay, so mine, I guess, is less of a rant and more of a cry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what to be more scared of. The fact that everything I cried about November in November 2016, when this orange bozo was elected, is actually coming true. Two, the fact that nobody that's in a position of power is doing anything about it. Or three, that there are actual millions of people around the country that believe everything that this guy and his administration are saying. (sighs) I really don't know what to be more scared of and i think we're literally it's like a five alarm fire happening right now with everything going on with the postal service and the fact that he's just saying the stuff you're not supposed to say out loud and he's just saying it out loud um and blatantly saying that he's fucking with our democracy um yeah i just have an issue and i'm scared and i don't know what to do ah. <laughs> You are
1: too powerful, Kindle. You know what I mean? You called the what the bubble. You're calling this whole four oh, last four man. years. You need to keep your thoughts to yourself. <laughs> or you think positive <laughs> thoughts. Stop like too much power over you there. Have too much power. <laughs> I feel like
2: I everybody had those same thoughts four years ago though, right? I mean, I yeah. wasn't alone. So it's a collective thought. Okay.
1: It's a collective thought. We need to get rid of those negative thoughts. It just think You're positive. right though. You know what? You're right,
0: though. You just don't know what to be scared, like, what to be more scared of. It's all levels of scary,
2: but. Yeah. Ugh. And it's just one thing after another, and it's hard to keep up with, and that's, like, his I whole know. spiel is, like, I'm just going to keep doing it until I get caught, and he's not like, getting yeah. caught because he just keeps doing shit, and it's, like, I don't, what do we attack here first? It's so,
0: and it's so much misdirection because mm-hmm. the little shit that he throws out, like, he just talked about birthism again yeah. with cat uh Kamala Harris oh, and you're man. like yeah he may not actually think that's true but to your point the bozos that agree with this m- major clown will get that stuck in their head why so. are we questioning mm-hmm. the
1: white people because your people ain't <laughs> from here so why are we looking at their birth certificate? yeah I
0: mean can I see the first lady's birth certificate is that uh, something? oh mm-hmm. yeah Her what?
1: citizenship. Mm-hmm.
0: it's very okay. it's like yeah it's only uh very two-sided, two-faced. Yeah. Um, uh, who wants to? Who wants to uh, time me, Karen? You want to time me or Kendall? Who has their phone? Same. you got it.
1: I got it ready. You got, okay. Oh, you got it ready, Arnie. All right.
0: Okay.
2: All you ready? I wanna,
0: yeah. Go. Okay, so mine is just about fucking website ads and paywalls. Okay. <laughs> I do, we do a lot of research for each of these shows. And I am telling you, I visit some of these websites, and the first thing is Papa Bads, Papa Bads, Papa Bads, Papa Bads. I have not gotten to the content. I've been on the page. You, you sent me the link. You tweeted the link, you shared the link, and I go to the link and it takes me five minutes to actually find the thing that you want me to read because I have a side rail, a top rail, a left rail, an up rail, a pop-up, and then when I close it out, it like goes, I can't get to the content. Please stop making your website filled with these pop-ups and the paywall. I get it. We should all be paying for good journalism. I will give you my one ninety nine an article or the five ninety nine dollars a year off of Amazon Prime to get the scripture. I'm fine with that. Let me just tell you, do not share a link that is behind a paywall. Don't do it. Nice.
1: Nice ladies. I and know, nice hoops off.
0: Look, I know I want to pay for good journalism, but don't share it on Twitter if I can't read it. Or warn right? warn people. Paywall. Yeah. Do you know how right. many links I go to and
1: it's like hashtag? P- r- India.
0: I have no problem, but just don't, when you share something, it's to share. It is not to get a, a $1.99.
1: Yeah. Like, give me some highlights in the thread, but then say, if you want to. Give me the password. In depth.
2: Yeah, Share hey, your well,
0: credentials and pass- I will go on Share your
1: password. Like your Netflix login.
0: Come on. You know what? <laughs> Co- copy and paste it into a PDF and like put that on your tweet. No <laughs> Sorry. Screenshot that right password. <laughs> right? Thank you. Um, okay. That's it. Love we it. had a giant, giant day. I'm so happy that we were able to have Pepper. from Dish yes. with Pepper. See. Yes. Amazing, Pepper. amazing interview with her at the top. Um, kept talking about some rising stars. Um, apparently, I'm going to have to go and make a G- uh, version of this episode and bleep out all our cuss words. So look <laughs> out for that parental control. Um, yeah, you know, it, it was a great show. And I think we are, um, you know, always happy to have someone that's inspirational, young, old, Whatevs, come on to the yeah. come on to the scene and come on to our podcast. With that, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Hoops Talk. Make sure you subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you like to listen to your uh, podcasts. Uh, follow us and DM us on our social handles on Twitter and Instagram at The Hoops Talking. We're also on YouTube, The Hoops Talk Podcast, where you can see our lovely faces, our backgrounds, and our guests' lovely faces. Um, we're also on TikTok, until that gets banned, at The Hoops Talk Podcast. Um, and remember the Good News Radio podcast app. It's uh, free right now. Download it. It's going to subscription. So you want to jump on that before it goes to a full price and you get the premiere of our show on Wednesday night at 6.30pm as well as our YouTube and what have you. So that's it. It's a lot. Please. Let's do this. It's so Karen, how want to keep it, baby? Baby, we want to keep it sweaty, sweaty. and E- 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 we out.